What are you doing? It's time for the podcast appraisal. Oh, right. Okay. Um, got a couple of questions. So, um, if you had to name a role model, someone who's influenced you from general life, uh, who would it be? Oh, I mean, role models probably got to go with well, your parents, isn't it? Your mum. I mean, my mum's done loads yeah. for me over the years. And Okay, but what about if they, they weren't a woman? Um, well, parents, I guess, would be my dad then, if it if it had to be a man. I mean, male role model. Yeah, dad's okay, been okay. there always. Let's, really. let's take your parents as red. <laughs> right. Okay, so um, maybe someone more in the podcast-related arena. Uh, podcast arena, male role model... Probably looking at, I mean, Ricky Gervais obviously was sort of the pod father, wasn't he? Sort of founded it really with uh, with Carl and Steve. Um, Joe Rogan is is massive at the moment, isn't he? He's out there doing it. Okay, um, you don't you don't know them, do you? Well, you no, don't... but uh, do I, do I, someone I know. So someone that you know. Someone I know uh, who I do who who is in the podcasting arena. Um, I mean, it's it's probably you, really, isn't it? it Oh, it's embarrassing. It's backfired, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Very flattering. Yeah. Um, can you put me? Um, well, I suppose uh, all they're saying that we we went and did our special, didn't we, with James Buckley? I mean, his podcast was. Um, yeah, you, his, you've was there you've, just, you've said Buckley. me now. So, do you want, do you want to put me? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and you'll never have another boss like me, someone who's basically a chilled out entertainer. That's mental. Come off it. What am I doing in there with a dildo? Will you piss off and leave me alone? I'm walking to John O'Groats for some spastics. Bunts. I don't agree with that in the workplace. Here we go then. Hello, Steve. How Hi. are you? I'm good. Episode two. Here we go. Second yeah. Series. Flying through, aren't we? It's nearly April. Getting old. Oh, I know that feeling. Well, you're getting older than me. Listen, we're both in our thirties. Both in our thirties. Okay. Fact. That's the fact. <laughs> uh, yeah. True. Uh, you're off to centre parks tomorrow, aren't you? I am. Yeah. And uh, that'd be nice for you. Bit of annual leave. Why not? Sounds good. Bit of annual leave, good. Like it. Office themed, straight in there. I've already got me out of office on. Good. Just letting like, you know. Oh well. Just hopefully. like that listener should have. I love it. Good. That's uh, that's exactly what I was going for. They're getting the link now. They finally worked out why we called it out of office. Yeah. They're yeah. laughing. Yeah. It's born out of the office. They're, they're loving it. And it's out of office. Great. Genius, really. What's been going on? It's been comic relief. Obviously yeah. the that um episode uh, obviously the charity one yeah it's not a sexual day <laughs> we'll cover that obviously uh, at some point um, Liam Fitzpatrick I have to give you another shout out for some of your uh, your doodles for us they've yeah, been great amazing again. doodles really really loving those keep it up yeah keep up the doodling and Ryan Stannard's been in touch Steve yeah uh, he's emailed in to ask us if we've got any plans to cover extras or maybe XFM do some podcasts I think he's worrying about whether you know at the end of this series we're just going to disappear into the ether. Oh, um, we're going nowhere. <laughs> is that like, we're going nowhere or <laughs> we're not going anywhere? Probably a bit of both. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure we've got lots, uh, lots of scope for various different things. I hope. 
Yeah, I think a lot of it, I think, will be dictated to by our wonderful fans. Um, you know, at the end of the day, what what do you want us to talk about? I think we've got enough content out there from from real life office to uh, to continue an office theme podcast. Um, we can dip in and out of obviously the series and the, the Brentisms. Um, oh, the, but there's definitely there's definitely enough to to, to carry on. Yeah, definitely. So we'd like to continue if you'll have us. Um, so yeah, don't fear, Ryan. We're not we're not going to desert you after uh, the two specials. We've uh, got we've got a, the whole of this series. Yeah, and we have still got the specials, so you don't have to worry about that for a little while yet. Yeah, it might go really downhill. Yeah. We might. Don't, yeah. don't get wishing us away too soon. Yeah, exactly. But uh, thanks for your um, thanks for your email. It's good to know that you're uh, you're thinking about us. Um, so anyone else wants to add anything to that? Whether we can, I don't know, any spin-offs, any any topics, anything at all, any features. You know, we like a feature to have a good name, and then we'll worry about the content later. One one thing Liam did get in touch with. Um, he he sent us a, a DM on Twitter to say, "How about this for a feature, Neil of Fortune?" Neil of Fortune, yeah. I had to tell him, Liam, keep up. <laughs> so it's already there. Yeah, we did. We did yeah. mention that. We beat him to it. Uh, have we got? Have we got a Neil of Fortune sorted? We have got a Neil of Fortune sorted. It's we coming later. Tease that in. So yeah. they're not going anywhere now. We got them. Yeah, we've got it. So we've got a copyright on that. I think. Have we? Um. Yeah. We're paying for it. Yeah. Oh. Nice. No, nobody's uh, nobody's legally allowed to copy Neil of Fortune now. <laughs> it's yeah. ours. Uh, are we allowed to copy Wheel of Fortune? Um, I mean, yeah, we'll come back to that. Yeah, don't worry. <laughs> Nobody tell John Leslie. <laughs> <laughs> Where is John Leslie these days? Oh, I was worried you were going to ask that. <laughs> Isn't he? I don't know. The last I remember was with all the Abby Titmus stuff. Yeah, I didn't watch those videos at all. <laughs> <laughs> didn't we just um, watch it? Uh, <laughs> moving on should we crack on with the uh, episode 2 let's do it did you see that film last night it was Denzel Washington no no, 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 no. Oh, he's brilliant he's a brilliant actor and yeah. he's very good he's very good oh dear yeah, I like him he's great oh, see you later yeah see you later he's not my favourite actor of all time by the way oh no no my favourite actor of all time is Mr Sidney Poitier so David comes in and um, speaks to the guy. I, it's going to sound terrible. I've not looked up his name. He's known as the only black guy he's in the, the office. He's the black guy, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. That's. I'm sure he's got a perfectly reasonable name, but for now he's known as the black guy. Um, but he, <laughs> perfectly reasonable name. <laughs> but he, he kind of, what would be an unreasonable name? Um, oh, let's not get into that. <laughs> <laughs> it's too early. Uh, David goes up to him and... Uh, Start saying about his favourite actors, Denzel Washington and Mr. Sidney Poitier. <laughs> trying to um, can't think why he's chose them to. He's trying to build some bridges. I I reckon there. Yeah. He's trying to get in there a bit of um, I love black people. But it wasn't him that complained, was it? It, it was wasn't. the Welsh woman. Yeah. He needs to be going up to her and telling her what his favourite actors are. That's true. Although um, two men, he needs to pick yeah, a female uh, actress. She seems the type. I bet she's a yeah. vegan. Oh. <laughs> oh, there's a few more listeners just <laughs> switching off. Oh, no. I'm just saying. <laughs> vegans getting real popular. We can't start slating vegans. Or with its rise in popularity, is it just as popular to have a little pop at it every now and again? So well, we can. You know, do you know what I mean? It's fifty-fifty, isn't it? 
which 50 should we go with? I say fuck vegans. <laughs> See, I'm on, I'm on the side of vegans. Well, there so we go. Balance. Half half. Balanced. Exactly. Yeah. It's all about that, you know. We've got, we've got that balance. We see um, in the next scene, Gareth jumping up his wrist. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. yeah, what for? He's the... jumping him up for the TA, isn't he? <laughs> or is it for yeah. the charity wankathon? Yeah. When is the charity wankathon? Uh, I don't know. He comes up with a great comeback, to be fair. I think Tim <laughs> I think Tim gives him a little bit of credit. Yeah. With the, uh, I don't know, but you'd win it. You'd win it, exactly. Gareth, what, are you building up your wrists? Yes. Right. When is the charity wankathon? I don't know, but you'd win it. <laughs> That's good. Um, it's decent. I know it's quite early on. Oh no! But it's it's not a quiz. Right. It's more of a it's more of a fact, really. Good, good. Um, I like facts. <laughs> He's got his paper again. But uh, we should keep a book of all these that your little quizzes oh. that you've scrawled down. <laughs> someone, will, someone will want it as evidence one day. <laughs> well, I think that's the thing. I've I almost seen my search history as a bit of a write-off at the minute. Yeah, I'm not um, sure the judge will see it that way. <laughs> seeing as it can't get any worse, um, I looked up the term um, most masturbations. <laughs> Plural. <laughs> And it it brought up a, a it brought up an answer at least anyway. Well, yeah. How, how true it is, I don't know. I'm not sure how corroborated it is. You didn't, but you didn't verify your source. Well, it's on the internet, so it must be true. Well, internet's true, yeah. Um, but basically, um, I got the answer that a boy from Thailand, <laughs> um, masturbated eighty three times in twenty four hours. Eighty three. Eighty three times. <laughs> Why um, did he keep count? Well, he's obviously going for the world record, isn't he? I want to know. It's not him keeping the count. Is was there someone there with a clicker? <laughs> Every time he shot his bolt, yeah, yeah that's another one in the, the bag. The, well, in the bucket. <laughs> but the a warning. Um, it basically said more than one guy has died in the attempt to beat the world record. Wow. And generally, it generally said that the attempt where it starts to get a bit dangerous is around 42. Uh, why is that? Like dehydration? Um, you need to be like uh, taking in fluids while you're... Probably. I would imagine so. But it's funny you mention that because I've also... <laughs> see? There's, uh, there's levels here. It's probably why see? we get on. <laughs> Similar. Right. So I looked up the average ejaculation <laughs> is between two and five millilitres. Okay? Right. The body is comprised of around about 60% water. Yeah. Um, a tire 18-year-old boy... Do I need to be writing this down? ...is at an average of 58 kilograms. Uh, 35 kilograms, which is 60%, is roughly around about 35,000 millilitres. <laughs> wow. Um, if we're going to take the midpoint of an average ejaculation, so we look at 3.5 millilitres, times 83 times... That's 290.5 millilitres, which equates to roughly 0.8% of that guy's body weight. <laughs> uh, I don't know if to cry or applaud. So there's there's lots of um, lots of details gone into that and lots of referencing and research and calculations. But basically that guy has jizzed away a percentage of his <laughs> body weight. It doesn't seem like enough to be... Well, 
like dangerous though. But maybe it's dangerous for another reason. I, it must just be dust. <laughs> maybe it's like by the end of it, he's close to jizzing out an organ. <laughs> I don't, jizzing I, out an organ. Oh, uh, there'll be t-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can buy our merch. <laughs> Uh, hashtag 83 times uh, well this is probably where we go don't try this at home isn't it But no I'm um, encouraging it <laughs> eight, eight sure. if you can get it to 84 you get a free t-shirt <laughs> <laughs> and a towel <laughs> yeah, just make sure you keep a bottle of Lucasade yeah milk, keep, chocolate milkshake let's keep safe guys let's that's, not mess around that's impressive though yeah, what was the period again 24 hour yeah 83 and 24 hours so what's that per hour? Sort of four an hour. Mm, well, well, under. Yeah, it's not yeah. too bad, is it? I'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> uh, good, good start. How yeah. do you, you keep um, how do you keep motivated in that though? I mean, surely it comes to I a point. Know, is there a crowd cheering you on? There comes to a point where surely, you, in what you by the sixty or seventy, you must be looking at some absolute grot. <laughs> You know, I mean, yeah, it would. I mean, surely got to the point where like uh, normal, normal intercourse had just got boring. <laughs> so by about like fifty or sixty, you're looking at pissing on people and yeah. just all sorts of interesting that you disgusting went to, straight, stuff. straight to that. Um, oh, it's just gross, isn't it? Do you think you need gloves? Well, he's definitely got calluses on his hands. <laughs> yeah, it, it beat up one kid with a pine cone. <laughs> It'd be, uh, it'd be absolutely horrific by the end. It would be, uh, yeah. Uh, um, it's interesting though. It's... I bet he's got some fucking big biceps, or one, <laughs> <laughs> one big bicep. Well, maybe that's what kept him going towards the end. It's just the old, le- the old lefty. He's all about those gains. All righty, left-handed people can masturbate too. Yeah, um, it's not be uh, handiest. Handiest. Well, I think he was handiest. <laughs> Oh, uh, that's just, that's so impressive, but so weird. Why anyone would want to do that? I I don't know. Yeah, it's it's rather strange. But, you know, maybe someone out there, one of our listeners, this probably is a bit more up their street. Go on, you Might, can you can do, do it. That. Get at yeah. 84. Yeah, t- t- send, send us your emails. Go on, um, do, it for, do it for Britain. <laughs> it's what we need at these Brexit times. Yeah. We, need, we need something to get behind. Thailand out there winning the biggest wankers, yeah. best wankers. You're the wanker, mate, if anyone is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, good. Good segue. I like it. Um, yeah. Lee finally pops back in. Um, very sheepish. Obviously, he had a real bollock in from Dawn. Yeah. She wasn't very happy with that, I wouldn't have thought. Uh, it seemed a bit of an overreaction, wasn't it? Well, he said, didn't he? You know, he'd had a bad day. So yeah, We all have you know We're cool. Yeah. I think Tim does well to be fair he doesn't make a big deal of it he says ah don't worry about it mate you know what else could you say though that's the thing uh, what What more the girl's pinned you off against the wall you're not gonna <laughs> you're not gonna go yeah you prick because yeah. he'd just put him off against the wall again wouldn't he <laughs> fuck off mate yeah what do you think his present is probably part of something look at the shape good <laughs> I love the fact as well then uh, Gareth has to just chirp in with I've been watching like a hawk. <laughs> Again, it's Gareth. He's awkward. But he's he's trying to help. He's trying to kind of, you know, sort of squash the situation it a little com- bit. But he he makes it worse. It comes from a loving place. But I think, just like Gareth throughout the the whole series, is just um, 
he's very socially awkward. Yeah. I suppose that's his thing, isn't that's it? That's Gareth's thing. And it yeah. won't be the first or the last time that <laughs> we say it that comes today. up. Today, um, I'm doing our uh, our staff appraisals, um, and some people get a little bit nervous about that because they think they're you know walking the long mile to put their head on the block, which is wrong. Um, they fill out a form uh, in advance, and they don't only sort of list their strengths and weaknesses, um, but also mine as a boss. You know, so it's. It's a chance for them to tell me where we're going wrong. Okay, so we see uh, Brent introducing the the theme of the episode, which is the appraisals. The appraisals. Um, giving them, giving the staff a a chance to not only list their strengths and weaknesses, but yeah, um, but he's, yeah. he's uh, he's kind of underlying the format, isn't he? Trying to find out, yeah, what what they're good at, what they're yeah. bad at, and what he's good at. What we're doing wrong. And what we, yeah, exactly. Is it um. Is it more for him? Yeah, for sure, for sure. I think not only. I mean, we 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 see it in a bit anyway. We sort of corralling them to give the answers that he wants, but also I think he <laughs> likes to read back on what it is that people are saying about him. Not necessarily even from a work-related point of view. I think it's per, purely a personal thing. Yeah, and he wants to know what they what they think of him as a person. Totally agree. It's that. Um... I think we spoke about it before, haven't we? That insecurity, that arm around the shoulder. It's just another chance to yeah. validate that. But if it's written down, you can kind of forget what the context was, what they were mm. saying. It's just, it's on black and white. Then he can take it however he wants. I think it, it kind Shame, of, really. it backs up a um, an interview I saw with Ricky Gervais a while ago and it was talking about the characters in the office. And he said that the difference between David and Neil He's that Neil's very good at his job, but he doesn't care as much. Whereas David Brent isn't quite as good at his job, but it absolutely means everything to him. Yeah, special. So that's where you get that kind of sympathy for him because well, I think we all know people that maybe aren't quite as good as they could be, but at the same time they're really passionate about it. It's almost like that shit footballer that you play with that yeah. is rubbish, but will turn up every week. I was going to say... Uh, I, might, yeah. I might be talking about me, but, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it, I think that thing that thing rings true. You kind of almost... Yeah, you value them a little bit, don't you? They're the, yeah, you know, and they've shanked it out for yeah. the 17th time. You think, oh, for fuck's sake. Yeah, but but he's, he's, he's trying hard. He pays yeah. his fines. Yeah. Know, he'll buy me a drink after, so put up with it. Yeah, happy days. Oh, absolutely. I think it's called the... Um, the Dunning-Kruger effect in intelligence. Oh, hello. It's when you're... Um, you're too stupid to know how stupid you are and therefore you sort of think you're more intelligent than you wow. are. Wow. Yeah. So Brent's, you know, he's sort of not really intelligent enough to see how stupid <laughs> he is. So he thinks he's the most intelligent person in there. See, that is where this podcast is informative. You don't it's... hear this and anything else, do you? <laughs> you don't hear anyone else mention yeah. that you're so stupid you don't know how stupid you are. Absolutely. You know, and... It's blown my mind a it's little a, bit. You know, it's a validated, uh, what's it called? Psychological <laughs> trait, I think. Someone, someone, uh, it's so, running to ground. Yeah. Someone, that's, someone that's talking about being stupid. Uh, <laughs> yeah, move on. You also get the, the list of worst people from Gareth. <laughs> You're missing the point. We're not trying to find out who the worst people are. Mm. Well, we know who they are already. Well... No. I've written them on my form. You shouldn't have written them on your form. Um, I've underlined the worst ones. Well, you're missing the point. Yeah. Right, so who do you think is on that list? Uh, well, 
Gareth, I think, is on board with Brent and his new sort of fear of the Swindon lot. So I reckon there might be a couple on there. Um, Swindon slugs. Swindon slugs. But to be fair, we don't really see any um, any hatred of anyone in the in the kind of the Slough branch. There's not really any animosities that we're hearing. Getting on quite well, don't they? So yeah, it might be anti-Swindon. I think. I reckon Keith's on there. You reckon? Yeah. Interesting. And I'd like to think um, the fellow with the glasses really should really should look at their name. I can't be bothered. <laughs> the boat, what, who did the... Uh, yeah. Manamana. Yeah. Oh, I think kids are going to see those. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe. I don't know who else would Gareth like. Maybe Gareth's got... Maybe he's trying to put Tim on there, stitch him up, Dawn, because they mess around. Yeah, true. Depends what, depends what uh, angle Gareth's looking know, at it from. Brent agrees, doesn't he? Yeah, true. So that's the thing. Which he wouldn't... I think he values Tim and Dawn, to be fair. Yeah, I agree. Which is a nice nice segue, I suppose, on to Tim's appraisal. There he is. Tim Canterbury. Good man. The Canterbury Tales (laughs) of Chaucer. Yep. And Shakespeare. Canterbury Tales. Chaucer. (laughs) Shakespeare. The little look over his shoulder to the camera. It's funny. Tim's um, facial expressions (laughs) in this scene are absolutely brilliant. He... um, he looks like a monkey <laughs> in some of them. Sure. Especially sure. after some of the some of the philosophical quotes as well. Yeah, just the eyebrows. I think um I think Tim it, although he's taken the pay rise and the face of it he was sort of um you know, being all professional and sort of changed his attitude with Dawn and messing around. He's sort of still not really taking the appraisal that seriously, he's still trying to get you know, he sort of still says, "Well, I'm still going to go back to uni. I'm still going to, you know, go and follow my dreams." And you know, I wonder whether he really has changed. We're in our thirties now. Well, I'm only just thirty. Are you? You must thirty-nine. No, both in our thirties is the fact. Uh-huh. Yeah. And who's to say? You know, you keep your head down. Mm. A few years time, you could be in the hot seat, like me. Mm, well, was the. Uh... The idea that he could possibly be in the hot seat. Yeah. Um you never in know. a few years' time. Could be in the hot seat. They're both in their thirties. Yeah, fact. At that moment. <laughs> At that moment, yeah. That is the fact of the situation. <laughs> um and of course the the philosophy from, from Brent is a, a major factor. I'd like to believe that that was all him. He was coming up with these. <laughs> but um no, no, he is he's definitely definitely reading them. You just move them out of the way if they're they're bothering you. I think because of that, I'm going to try and try and get some quotes in here. Well, you've got you've always, you know you've always had some good philosophical um, sayings, really. I think you know, well, big big role model yeah. and all that. Well, as Ludwig Wittgenstein once said, "Whereof one cannot speak, thereof one must be silent." Absolutely, yeah. You know, just off the top of my head, that one. Great, great one from Ludwig there. Um, Old Ludwig. Great one for a podcast. I'm not speaking. And being silent. What else was uh, old Luddy known for? What was he? What was his field of genius? Off the top of your head, just off, no. Off, while we're riffing. Off the top of my head, I'm just looking. Um, one of the 20th century's most important philosophers, if not the most important. Well, just, I've always said I thought he was probably the most. Yeah. Well, uh, top two for me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, send us in your uh, favourite. Philosophical quotes, you know, like the more the merrier. Confucius say, 
man go to bed with itchy bum wake up with stinky finger <laughs> that could be my favourite <laughs> uh, yeah so on twitter at out of office pod underscore um, let's see if we can get some philosophical quotes going let's enlighten everyone yeah, no, yeah that's, a, that's a great shout if um, yeah we need to think of a hashtag for it uh, philosophical is a bit difficult to spell so I don't know <laughs> Brentisms <laughs> yes much easier hashtag Brentisms at out of office pod underscore and uh, yeah Steve started you off there with one from Ludwig yeah um, you know doesn't have to be doesn't have to be that famous or that um, in depth could be you know some of like Dolly Parton people say she's just a big pair of tits <laughs> Um, and then we get Dawn's appraisal. Yeah. I think it's interesting, this one. You get to see a bit more of the fact that Dawn's clearly um, controlled by Lee. And she mentions about um, Lee said we should both get full-time jobs. Yeah. Sort of implying that her doodling and being Absolutely. an illustrator dream was kind of squashed immediately by Lee. You start to feel more and more sorry for Dawn as this series goes on. I think the first series, she's kind of, she's quite flirty, playful. You kind of think she's got a boyfriend, you know, what's she doing? But you slowly start to see sort of behind the scenes and, uh, yeah, it's not all that good. You kind of get a hint, don't we, at the start of uh, series one with, uh, oh, yeah, we'll have a couple of kids and Dawn get a little cleaning job. Yeah. So he's sort of setting it up. But, yeah, it seems like it might might go deeper than that. Joe, so I don't I don't understand. Is with Dawn, she's... You see it at times previously, um, like when she's sticking up for Tim and whatever. If she can be sort of quite authoritarian and she can stick up for herself, but it's that, it sounds like she hasn't at any time with Lee, apart from the training episode. I wonder, wonder why that is. It all kicked off. Cindy got a little bit violent. Well, he never, Do you reckon he's a vest-wearing, Stella-drinking wife-beater? Gives her a can of do as you're told. <laughs> allegedly. Yeah. I love the fact that we can't say allegedly in case we libel a fictional character. Yeah, well, <laughs> I, I don't even come in after me either. Yeah, he's a big he's a big bastard, isn't he? <laughs> I don't know, he's pretty trim, mate. <laughs> what? He gets cry. you got to love it. Uh. But um, yeah, he's an interesting one. Um, then David, obviously, said, bloody good receptionist. Yeah, bloody um, good receptionist. But at the same time, mentions are doodling, keeping yeah. up, and pipe dreams are good. When okay. you... Yeah, again, he's sort of trying to be awkward. Uh, well, trying to be supportive. Keep up the doodling. Keep up the doodling. Always, you know. Pipe dreams are good, in a way. Well, still hope it will happen. To be keep the dream alive, because you know, otherwise one day you'll go, oh, could I have yeah. made it? Yeah. You know? And if you keep trying, at least then when it it doesn't happen, you know, you can go. At least I gave it a go. You know. Did you did you notice? During the the question and answering, um, where David's trying to lead Dawn to say that he was a role model, um, that there was a, a red <laughs> knitted <laughs> cock and balls. I, in the background. I did notice that. Um, <laughs> yeah, I've never seen it before though. It was the li- watching it tonight, literally the first time I've ever noticed it. It's um, it's really. <laughs> it's good. It's really. <laughs> Certainly good quality. Yeah. Who do you reckon would have nice. done it? Wow. Is that someone from the office? Could be. It's got to be really. You can't bring that in from home, can Brent's you? Pre- <laughs> <laughs> take take your toy cock and balls with you. Yeah. There's a little blue bit, blue bit around the bottom. Looks yeah. like a, maybe a cock ring. 
it's it's good quality. Yeah, nice crochet. Yeah, um, it reminds me of when uh, those little in jokes when you see like a school photo or a football team photo and someone would just get the balls out mid yeah. mid like third row second done, one on the left I've already done that balls this out. season <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, or just someone we I think one in our it was one of our last years at school I can't remember when it was just put a banana over someone's shoulder and that's forever <laughs> forever on the wall banana man a banana on Love the shoulder it. yeah so maybe it, it was one of those in jokes that's another another kind of question I suppose is um, is for our listeners what kind of bits of shit have you got that you've taken into the office um, on my my at my current workplace we've um, we've recently had a new um, a new chief basically and chief where yeah. do you work? <laughs> I'm an Indian. <laughs> You're working in Western. But um, they've introduced the corporate cupboard of crap. A corporate which, cupboard of crap. Which I've um, like it. I've I've had to abbreviate to the triple C, obviously. Uh, absolutely. You know, we are professional. Yeah. Um, where basically everyone has to take in a the shittiest thing they can think of, and it gets displayed in the triple C. I like it. That's quite nice. Team building. Yeah. I might try and. Uh, Take that into my office. Yeah, yeah. It, it's a tough one though, because how how playful do you go? Because <laughs> I would be tempted to take in a dildo. <laughs> I'm not sure how well it would go down. But also, it's like you know, one man's rubbish is another man's treasure. What if you take something that you think's crap in, and old Jean goes, "Oh, I've got one of them. I love it." Yeah. And she collects it or something. It would be even worse if she collects dildos. <laughs> 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 Good honour. Yeah, Angie. But yeah, um, it is it is a fair point. That's an interesting one. But uh, yeah, what, what what crap is it? Have you taken anything in yet? Or uh, not yet? I'm okay. planning it. I want it to be special. Interesting. I don't want to take in any old, you know, rubbish bit of shit. You need it to be epic, don't you? Yeah. Is it? It's got to, got to show a bit of gravitas. I think oh. if nothing else, it's a personality test. Yeah, I think so. Are there any rules? Like, has it got to be? It can't just be. An object has got to be something like that's been with you or means something to you, no, maybe, just, or I don't know, some of those weird is, things they do. It's extreme rules. It, <laughs> I mean, at the moment, we've got a paperweight and a fridge magnet, so it's not exactly, you know, it's good, the most uh, eccentric of things, but I plan to change that. I've had on my desk for ages a an earphone, basically. It's a cord that plugs in as normal as earphones would, but it's only got one earphone on it. It's annoying, isn't it? I don't know what to say to that. <laughs> it's just what what kind of earphone set would have just one? So it came like that. It's yeah, like it's purposely built for one ear. What maybe it's the fuck? Dis- maybe it's a disabled. <laughs> the, yeah. van, the Van Gogh of it earphones. It doesn't want to make those one-eared people feel bad for always yeah. having one spare hanging. I've never properly thought it through. It's only when I said it out loud then that maybe that's what it's for. Um, that's a good point. That would be where my. You, that would be mine. Then where, I'd put that in the. Where cupboard. did you buy them? I didn't buy it. It's just been on my desk. I don't even know where. It, I think I inherited it from somewhere. Did the person before you have two ears? I think so. Whether they both worked or not, though, I'm not sure. One could have just been for aesthetics and keeping the glasses on that's another good point if you had a fake ear would you <laughs> put both headphones in even if it didn't work yes yeah so would I definitely otherwise what's the point in having a fake ear <laughs> if you're not going to utilise it, use it. It's Absolutely. Not be, if anything else it'd be worse can you get fake ears of course you can oh my god mm. I'm going to get one for the triple C <laughs> <laughs> but you could get if you get 
a fake ear and you have one headphone in, one out, people are going to be talking to you thinking that you can hear through the <laughs> fake ear and you won't be out. Yeah. So completely counterproductive. Do you know what I would do as well? Do you know when someone talks to you when you've got both ears in, they like, do a little wave and you pull one earphone out. Like, oh, what, mate? Yeah. I'd pull the wrong one. <laughs> <laughs> um. I'd end up pulling my ear off. I'd be, I'd be that guy. <laughs> Take your earphone out and your whole ear comes off. Wouldn't, wouldn't tell someone. That'd, that'd be the first thing I'd do. Day one, put my earphones in. When someone asked me to take them out, pull it out, but take my ear off and just see the look of horror. <laughs> and I'd just put on an uh, act of panic. Yeah. Oh, shit, this, is a, this hasn't happened before. <laughs> what the fuck's going on here? <laughs> uh, yeah, can we sort that out? <laughs> Any people out there with fake Have ears? Anyone with fake ear? Um yeah. Yeah, get in touch. <laughs> Can we do that, please? Hashtag what's happened, ear. Hashtag Van Gogh. Hashtag <laughs> who was the guy who got bit in the boxing they found a Holyfield. Van Goghis. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> this is taking a real turn. <laughs> just a drill. Just a do not panic, okay? There you are. Fire alarm. Fire alarm. Saved by the bell. After all that nonsense. Um... I like the fact that Brent takes charge here. He sort of shows their leadership and says, no, you go on ahead. I'll be the one to take out the disabled. <laughs> Would he do that, do you think, if uh, cameras aren't on him? The little uh, look over the shoulder again as he says, no, I'll do that. Um, yeah, I think you're probably right. I think it is. Not that that really matters. Show. I mean, yeah, as long as someone helps him out. Exactly. The little disabled fellas. <laughs> um yeah, yeah. I mean, fair, he, fair play to him, although he does bin it off. Exactly, he decides halfway through. halfway through that he's yeah not interested anymore. Yeah, um, it does make you wonder about how much the truth is that he does it every year. <laughs> and would um, would that situation? I suppose it wouldn't have ever come up before, would it? Uh, he's never had as far as you know had a disabled person. Well, yeah, true. You never know. Um, Why do they? Why do they need to carry the chair? Yeah, that's a good point. Just carry her. I mean, that's, I think, again, that's the, sort of the alarm bell that he does it every year because surely you'd know you don't <laughs> you'd, need to take the chair. You'd have worked that out. Well, yeah, the chairs are replaceable. You know, yeah. you're not even allowed to take your bag, are you now? So don't I'll take just, your wheelchair. I just sprint as far as I can, knocking old women out of the way, <laughs> kicking kids, just get out of the way. I genuinely think if there's a fire alarm anywhere now, no one's moving. No yeah. one thinks they're real. Yeah. I've... You ever been in a car park and a car alarm's getting off? Yeah. No one bats an eyelid. I know, it's they great. Could, someone could be dead. Someone could True. be stealing. Someone could be, mm-hmm. you know, just the uh, house alarm goes off over the street at night. I've never really listened to um, to fire alarms. Though. I remember when I was at, at uni and um, I was in my, in my hall's room playing on my PlayStation. And, <laughs> of course uh, you were. Not doing any fucking study, anyway. Of course, course I was wanking. Um, (laughs) How many times? How long? (laughs) (laughs) Only got eighty-two. But yeah, playing playing with PlayStation, um, watching Countdown as well. Was was my job. Yeah, just professor of watching Countdown all day. (laughs) Um, But the the fire alarm went off, and I said to my mate, "I'm not moving until the fire's touching my ass." And uh, left well, it, it kept going off. And I thought, oh, this is a bit annoying, isn't it? Um, and then about 10 minutes later, I had a fireman knock on my door <laughs> um, and say, 
Can you oh. not hear the alarm? I said, yeah, I thought it was a drill. Um, looked a bit embarrassed. Took outside and all that. whole place filled with smoke. Um, and then they found out that the fire had been caused by someone leaving a tea towel on the hob. Oh, um, fucking students. I was going to say it would be the toaster. but uh, yeah, yeah, someone had uh, cooked their dinner and then idly thrown the towel over their shoulder, landed yeah. on the hob. As you do. Um, and I know that because it was me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, to be fair, I remember at the time thinking I was pretty cool, just <laughs> chucking the towel over my shoulder. Hello, ladies. Yeah. yeah thinking, just heating up your beans. Yeah, my work here is done. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it goes... I, I generally tend to not necessarily obey fire alarms now, but I, I kind of... You've learnt your lesson, haven't you? No, not really. (laughs) (laughs) Ours goes off in the office every time someone puts a toaster on because the sensor's right above the toaster. That's a fucking stupid place to put a toaster, isn't it? Yeah, and then you have to walk out the kitchen with like your tail between your legs going, oh, sorry, I had some toast. Just don't have toast. Uh, I like toast. Move the toaster. (laughs) Or the sensor. Uh, That's a good point. While we're at it, I don't know how a fire alarm's suddenly gone to this, but there was a poll... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that, uh, that had to be put on I think you need to explain yourself on Twitter we posted a picture of your lunch one day uh, I wonder how long it would take for this to yeah. come up yeah. so what was it Jacob potato tuna sweet corn and beans um, it was jacket potato so I I had a few jacket spuds left in, uh, in my house and they needed cooking so I oh. cooked four in one go okay. and I thought there's a couple of days worth of lunch sorted no prepared i'm an adult that's what adults do no flinging tea towels um tin of aldi beans about 19p not you know you changed your chair no expense spared um and then when i got to work someone offered me one of the guys in the office was uh heinz and aldi actually made in the same factory so it's just different label (laughs) a little bit of advice out there you know consumer advice that's what we do don't have to spend your money on uh on heinz if you don't want I mean, if Heinz want to get in touch, send us some beans, then yeah. Heinz are the best. <laughs> Aldi can fuck off. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so, yeah, and then when I, when I was in the office, uh, a couple of my team members were having like a tuna salad, some red onions, uh, sweet corn. They'd made like a little, yeah, little tuna salad. I said, do you want some of that? I said, yeah, I'll have a bit of that. Fucking hell. But tuna mayo and beans on a jacket potato is brilliant. It sounds it's the fucking hot, horrific. It's the hot cold kind of combination that, you know, keeps your senses guessing. You get the nice sort of warm, melty comfort of the beans in the jacket, and then you get you know, that sort of freshness of the tuna. Fucking Heston Blumenthal. Don't knock it's, it till you tried it. It's fucking horrible. <laughs> Either way, it was it was pretty much unanimously said it would be unacceptable. Uh, I've, in, yeah, in the well, I did, the poll did uh, didn't didn't um didn't go down well for me. Have you ever tried custard and ice cream? Um yeah. So Madagascan vanilla. Yeah. It's gotta be proper oh but that's that's completely different. You no, can't no, 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 it's not hot and cold, isn't it? You can't equate beans and tuna to Madagascan vanilla bean custard and ice cream. <laughs> Audi nineteen P beans and uh, <laughs> and a tin of John West. <laughs> um I don't care how posh your custard is or your your ice cream. It's the same it's the hot cold combo. Mm. I don't I can't agree with this. You have to agree to disagree. How about we agree you agree with me? <laughs> he is not um, a man of the world like me. 
I can read women. And you've got to know their wants and their needs. And that can be anything from making sure she's got enough money to buy groceries each week to making sure she's gratified sexually after intercourse. Here's Gareth then. Talking about being a man of the world. Yeah. Um, Giving us uh, his insights. (laughs) It's a scene that Tim's been flirting with the new girl and uh, thinks he has a shot. You know, he ensures that these women are satisfied, <laughs> satisfied sexually, sexually after intercourse. Uh, wow, well, you know, you uh, can't ask for much more than that. And we've talked about his uh, the outtake. So absolutely, he satisfies yeah. him in other ways. Doesn't he? <laughs> sure, she's got enough shopping at the end of the week. Yeah, enough money to buy groceries, um, which is mildly sexist. True. Just thought I'd point that out. Yeah. You know, I've always looked out for women, really, and that's in that way. Yeah, men can do the weekly shop too. I've always said that. Yeah, we can. Not as well. Oh, I don't. But I do yeah. struggle. Oh, I'm <laughs> coming back with a load of biscuits. <laughs> yeah, we can. We can live on these. Yeah, we'll be all right. Yeah. I, well, I, all I need is a few spuds and beans and yeah, some tuna. Well, so I'm happy. I've heard about your concoctions that you dream <laughs> up. You pervert. Uh, one, how, oh, go, go, on. On, go on. You carry on. Sure day. One thing that I I did get from this scene is um, a bit like previously with the It Works of the Turtle. Um, <laughs> Tim talking about he can understand visiting all the children in the world in one night, but you can't see him um, standing up in Bernardo's arguing with <laughs> old women. Yeah, this uh, is the uh, when they're talking in the car park. Yeah, so... What is that? What does that mean? I mean, the first part, you'd like to think it's probably Father Christmas, wouldn't you? Yeah. But, um, or, or Michael Jackson. Well, oh. Could you see Michael Jackson arguing with old women in Bernardo's? <laughs> uh, well, probably. <laughs> Depends if, if they're fighting over the last kid. Um, uh, yeah, that. I think... It, I think it probably is just one of those throwaway lines, just to, just as a nothing, just to. Yeah, maybe we'll have to ask Ricky again. He answered the turtle one for us, didn't he? So. Yeah. Uh, uh, Good point. We will have to put it out there, Ricky, if you're listening. <laughs> of course he's listening. Get in touch, you old fucker. <laughs> <laughs> How are you, boy? How are you, boy? <laughs> uh, um, yeah, Dawn looking over, looking a little bit sad and a little bit lonely. Yeah. Sort of sinking in now, isn't it? Got that clear. That was once me. Type of look on her face, bless her. That's her own fault. Yeah. Smug them off. Brew it on yourself, love. Turn them down. No, uh, no sympathy for you. Yeah, Tim's well within his rights, I think. <laughs> Welcoming the new girl. He is, to be fair. He's, he's, there's nothing's on him, is there? Like I said, he's well within his rights. Yeah. I think you know he's he's free, free and single. Um, they head back, head back inside. Yeah, fire drill over. Under strengths. You've just put accounts. Yeah. That's your job. I mean, that's just. That's just. Mm. No, Keith. I was sort of looking for your skills within your job. So, is there anything else you could have put there? No. Okay. Um, under weaknesses, you've put eczema. So, then back up with the big man. Here we go, kick uh, back into the appraisals. Clearly one of the more favourited parts of the the entire series. Yeah, I got 
Totally agree. Um, this is probably one of the the best scenes of the whole the whole sitcom, really, isn't it? Yeah, one of the one of the tweets that we put out just after Christmas regarding this scene, five hundred and fifty thousand views. You know, <laughs> not counting. Yeah, clang. <laughs> but yeah, it, it shows how much it's shared and liked, and yeah. uh, and does, it, does that count as viral? Uh, there must be a threshold for viral. So, but yeah, it is a great it is a great scene. To be fair. It is one of the more iconic ones of the whole sitcom, isn't it? Yeah, and uh, if say Keith plays his part, but I actually think it's Ricky that, uh, or Brent that is probably it's his reactions to it, isn't it? And you can see him battling with still trying to be professional, yeah. trying to be encouraging and positive, and always the same. Um, yeah. I but, mean, Keith, Keith plays it brilliantly because he's that deadpan. Yeah. you know that it is what it is. Um, but yeah, it's the kind of the change in the trying to be professional, but trying to be supportive and encouraging. Um, and then in the end, it's just exasperation. <laughs> but slowly losing the will to live. Yeah. yeah. I thought that you filled that in. No, 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 no. This is aimed at you. Look, um, look. To what extent do you believe that you have the skills and knowledge to perform your job effectively? And then you just tick one of the boxes. Not at all. To some extent, very much so. Don't know. What would you tick? Don't know. Okay. So from a podcasting perspective, what would you put for strengths and weaknesses? Uh, good question. Keith Stiley, I could probably go strengths would be podcasting, talking. So that's Opening my mouth. That's kind of your, <laughs> your role though, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, what other skills can you bring? To it, apart from we're literally sat here talking, I, I, it's probably one of the easiest roles to, to play. Probably the humour. Yeah, <laughs> that's debatable. Yeah, that makes me laugh. No, that's yeah. that's the worry. Um, yeah, strengths. Um, I I often bring bring the beer. Yeah. I mean, that's although to be fair, you provided it lately. Yeah, to be fair, I'm having second thoughts about this. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Maybe, yeah, maybe fair, do it on your own. Fair play to um, to Keith. Maybe he's that good at his job that he has no weaknesses, so he feels like he has to <laughs> he put down to, skin conditions. He has to put expert. Yeah. And it's probably a valid weakness because it would probably distract you from your job. Yeah. We get um, we, we get health and safety things around, coming and look at our hands and whatever if we've been <laughs> contact dermatitis. Really? Yeah. Someone comes around and does that? Well, basically, I suppose to an extent, yeah. I mean, I work in an office, but they come around and they want to make sure that your hands, you're not washing your hands too much or too little. That or is that the hand a wash revelation. is adequate. And, <laughs> you know, it's. They don't, they don't mess around. Uh, so, under weaknesses, you could put hot water. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's incredible. Uh, how often they come around? Oh, not very often, once a year. Health and oh, safety right. checklist thing. They haven't got a hand monitor. <laughs> um, have you ever had a Q&A session on an appraisal? Uh, not so much, no. It's normally, I think the last Q&A that I can remember was the have I had enough uh, information on how to use my screen safely? So is it at the right angle? Oh, Am I at the right height? Uh, do my Does my chair allow me to sit? 
uh, with my feet flat on the floor, those kind of things. Am I aware of how to adjust it? Boring, I'm, it? Yeah, I'm boring myself it's, just thinking about it. It's all a bit um, safe or dangerous. <laughs> yeah, and that's shit as well. Uh, <laughs> it's one of those things that you have to do. You have to tick a box, but I'm sure the world would be a better place if we didn't have to do it. Yeah, absolutely. The Darwin Awards, that's what you need. <laughs> Survival of the fittest. Yeah, but you're not going to die from if your feet aren't on the floor when you're using your chair. Oh, you should. I'm normally rowing around the office <laughs> on my wheelie chair. Oh, they don't, I don't have to worry about that. It's all for people getting injuries, though, isn't it? If, you, if you're getting injury because you can't sit properly, then get in the bin, <laughs> basically. Yeah, you had it here first. <laughs> um, no, fair enough, but Keith loves to answer the question. Yeah. Well, he loves to answer it, don't know. Didn't, didn't answer it, did he? Left it blank. Um, always the same I don't mind that either actually I quite like that about Keith he thought I'm not answering them they're yeah, pointless he's a bit of a rebel he's a bit yeah. like beefy yeah <laughs> yeah but that's it, why is, I think he has selection policy is that is that being a rebel or is it being a moron well I've in, both in your appraisal you probably do need to pander to the boss a little bit don't you of course you do but I guess that's true rebel isn't it I don't need to stick it to the man yeah, fair point. Fuck him. Do you want the options again? Yeah. Not at all. To some extent, always the same. Very much so. Don't, don't know. know. If don't know wasn't there, what would you put? Well, the options. Not at all. To some extent, very much so. Very, don't know. Very much so. Do you remember what the question was? No. Okay. Do you? Let's. We're going to leave that there. Into the. Swindon slugs appraisal appraisal slash settling in settling in meeting yeah. just wants a flavour um, interesting to see as they walk in Neil absolutely killing it everyone laughing yeah he's got and some photos out hasn't he Brent absolutely sucks the laugh out of the room the old prints as well the photos notice that yeah no more well if I say no more not showing them around the, on the phone it's uh, actual physical photos even worse that for me at least, yeah. <laughs> at least, back, at least now, if someone has gone on holiday and wants to show you a load of pictures, you can just quickly scroll through. Yeah. Whereas before, you had to physically look at the picture, pretend, oh, oh yeah, yeah, that's nice, and it used to take you twenty minutes to go through them. Yeah, because you can't look at it for not long enough, but not too long, because that's a bit weird, yeah. isn't it? But yeah, well, technology. There what can go. we say? That's what but, it's about. Um, he makes it seem as though it's another gig, doesn't it? Come in. Yeah. Hope you've warmed him up better than last time. <laughs> Doesn't look like it. Um, and they're yeah, they're they're not warming to him at all, are they? They're not they're not responding. He's not yeah. going about it the right way though, is he? He's uh he's not hitting them at their level, I don't think. He's and maybe this is where he gets a bit of a taste for it. He finds out really what they're interested in. You know, they want they want to be motivated. Yeah. They're a bit bored. Fair enough. Oh, gobby again, gobby Welsh prick, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh we didn't talk we won't even talk about the rugby. It was a flute. Um, yeah, so uh, she's at it again. She seems to be the spokesperson for the Neil Brigade. Do you know what? I think the, the way she goes about it is the worst thing. Yeah, she, it's attitude, isn't it? Yeah, it's just, yeah. there's no need for it. The fact that, yeah, I just. If it was me, I'd, I'd go into Brent's office when he's on his own and just say, look, appreciate you trying hard. You're trying to get us on side. It's probably difficult, you know, a lot of change in the, in the business, blah, blah, blah. But this is. This is the way to do it, you know. Yeah, perfectly reasonable. Away, you know what I mean? 
Build the bridge. Well, that would work, wouldn't it? Yeah. But she just goes about and snaps it in the I'm not a chopsy Welsh prick, though, am I? So, you know, that's the difference. Oh, you're not Welsh. <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> it gets to the point where he says, who thinks Neil's more fun than me? <laughs> they all do. Who thinks Neil's more of a laugh than me? Hands up. So, that's mental. Come off it. It's you... Yeah, he can't quite believe that, can he? I love that his response is, that's it then, right, we're going to the pub. <laughs> we're going to have a drink. Come up for a drink with me. When they're out on their little lunch drink, um, Brent again seems to be the one trying trying hard to get it all going and not getting much back. And yeah. Talking to himself half the time, isn't he? Exactly. Keith's munching on his lunch, whatever he's had. Pie, I think, wasn't it? Yeah, fat bastard. If you want a good pie. Gardeners. Gardeners. <laughs> <laughs> One of the other things um, mentioned about this is uh, the main brewery in Swindon. Oh. And he thinks it could be Courage. Courage. Um, yeah. I've looked into it. It's actually Arkles. Oh, yeah. nice. Yeah. Been there for over 140 years, I believe. <laughs> Not messing around. You, uh, are you reading these? Um, I was. Um, <laughs> and yeah, talking of uh, a partner Courage and all sorts, um, we know that breweries generally tend to have quite weird wacky names for their beers well you, um, well you can say that if you want so this is this is this week's quiz ah we've got beer quiz beer quiz sponsored by beer 52 yeah why not yeah okay so this is beer quiz sponsored by beer 52 get Doesn't. yourself a box um, beer52.com forward slash out of office like it um, so what I've free, got for it free box that is free yeah. box yeah on us you're welcome <laughs> Got I'm not paying for it. <laughs> it is actually free. <laughs> We've got 10, 10 beers. Um, I want you to let me know whether you think they're real or they're fake. Okay, brilliant. Okay. So let's start with number one, Hopstar. It's got, that's got enough about it to be real, I think. Hops, star. It's, it's fake. Sounds, ah, it's well. fake. If anyone's out there wants a pint of hop star, I think you could have, <laughs> you know, you could sell that on. Um, but it may be real somewhere. But <laughs> you, I've just thought of it. So it's real, or I couldn't find it, basically. Yeah, okay. essentially, that's that's the essence of this quiz. Brilliant. Um, okay, number two, uh, smooth operator. I <laughs> uh, see that one's worse, but I think that might be real. It is real. Yes, <laughs> it's from Stutes Brewing Company. Ah, Stutes. Yeah, I know Stutes. Um, I don't. <laughs> okay. Um, number three, cum. Is <laughs> uh, this from Thailand? <laughs> uh, fake. It is fake. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Number four, uh, Ale Porter. <laughs> that sounds real. Go, go with that. It's fake. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm the last one. How are you spelling cum? <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, number five, sheep shagger. Oh, I bet she'd love a pint of that. Um, that could be real, I reckon. Nice Welsh local brewery. It is real. Yeah, where's it, it is from? Real. It's from Tyrannanga. Sounds Welsh, doesn't it? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll probably butcher that. Is it racist? I don't know if I can't just read my handwriting. <laughs> um, okay, uh, 
hoppy ending. <laughs> uh, we all have a hoppy ending. Um, I'd like that to be real. It is real. Yes. It is real. I would love a pint of hoppy endings. <laughs> um, okay. The Holy Ale. <laughs> uh, no, nah, I'm going to go fake on that one. That is fake. Yeah. You're right. Something um, about it didn't seem right. Okay. Um, even more Jesus. <laughs> what? Um, buy another pint of even more Jesus, please, mate. <laughs> um, yeah, it works. Real. <laughs> it is real. Yes. It's from 12% in Brooklyn. 12%. Oh, it's not 12%. It's from 12%. Uh, okay. We're down to the last two. I'm doing well. I think you've got six out of eight so far. Yeah. I'm not an alcoholic. Um, Robohop. <laughs> this is definitely one of yours that's made up. It's got to be fake. It's real. <laughs> oh no! It was the look on your face as you said it. You're so happy. Um, okay, last one. Beer as folk. <laughs> I can safely say I've never come over a little bit. Uh, I'd like that one to be real as well. Yeah, I'm gonna go with it. It's fake. No, I've lost it in the last uh. few. Six out of ten. Sixty percent. So you know, it's not too bad. It's not bad, is it? Take that. Good quiz, though. Some good beers there. Well, I thought I'd try and involve a quiz this week that didn't include <laughs> absolute filth. Yeah, it's um, it was pretty tame. It did seem like it was uh, you know, the pre-watershed quiz. But well, um, we all, I, we've already had a whole segment on wanking. Yeah, so. true. Yeah. I enjoyed it all the same. Let's not go let's not go over it. I will do my best to search out some of those beers. And um yeah, beer fifty two guys, if you're listening, um maybe you can get some for us. Yeah, maybe have a, You must have contacts. Maybe create a an ale called cup. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe we could brew our <laughs> brew our own ale. Yeah, beer fifty two, get onto that. Not sure not sure anyone want the cum one though. <laughs> we could have an out of office. Out of uh, office beer. Yeah. 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 I like it. Let's sort it out. A couple of mates of mine are going down to Yates's. Um, the wine lodge? Classy. <laughs> Joking. Yeah. Well, I was wondering if uh, you would like to come down with us or not. And you, Dawn, you can, you can bring me if you like. Oh, I don't think we'll be able to. Okay, but um, you, can, you can come? Yeah. Yeah, we're great. Thanks. Great. Okay. Um, you talking about tonight? So it's, uh, it's getting worse for Dawn. Tim's uh, looking like he's going on a date with Rachel. Yeah, so off out to off the Yates's. Classy Yates's. Yeah, they still exist. Uh, I don't know. I can't remember seeing Yates's in years. I think I've been to one, but uh, it probably was about ten years ago. It seems like the sort of place that probably would have been bought out by someone like Slug and Lettuce or Weatherspoon. Slug and Lettuce, yeah, O'Neill's. Yeah, yeah, not sure about Yates's. I can't remember seeing Yates's in years. I, I think they've. I mean, obviously, yeah. this did nothing for the popularity of it, <laughs> clearly. Let's, uh, let's hear it for Yates's. Yeah. Then um, we, um, after that bombshell, we kind of get back to uh, Brent in the pub. Yeah. Which isn't a Yates's, I assume. <laughs> um, yeah, it's been a washout, hasn't it? It's been a washout. Best people didn't turn up, did they? It's been a washout, hasn't it? Yeah, I don't know why I bother if, if uh, no one asks to make the effort, you know. Well, we have made the effort. Huh? We have made the effort. Yeah, I'm not having a go at you. It's just... 
Obviously, the best people haven't turned up, and it's just I'm gonna shoot off back to the office. Yeah, Brent heads back to the office and um, probably sees his worst nightmare. Really, it's Neil having loads of fun, everyone joining in. Yeah, seeming really popular, laughing, giggling. Um, and then he accuses Neil of doing the exact thing that he's been doing, <laughs> just less successfully. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's literally yeah, he's gone back in the mood, and then it's been made ten times worse because. Like you say, everything that he would have hated has come true. To be fair, it's one of my favourite favorite clips. <laughs> yes. Whenever anyone says anything complimentary about anyone else. <laughs> oh, <laughs> love me. <laughs> Pathetic. Doesn't matter what it is. The thing is, though, it. I say it quite a lot now, and I do it with the same vitriol, like, oh, pathetic. But if, yeah. if people don't watch The Office, <laughs> they genuinely think you're having a go at them. And it's uh, you have to then go. Oh yeah, it's a, it's a Brent quote. <laughs> I love the office. <laughs> yeah, but if they don't get that it's a Brent quote, you shouldn't be speaking to them anyway. Yeah, they are pathetic. They, you don't. They yeah. don't deserve. <laughs> don't deserve your time. If you don't um, understand that and immediately bond and think this is brilliant. Then fuck them. Yeah, fuck them. You don't need those people in your life. It's quite a big insult. Pathetic. Just want to be popular as the new boss. Oh, love me. Pathetic. You're the pathetic. Way, the way he delivers it. It's brilliant. Um, but again, it kind it it turns into a another great scene. Neil um, shows his hard ass side, doesn't he? Yeah. He says, "Right, fuck this. I'm going in, and nobody speaks to me like that." And I think Neil deals with it very professionally. He, he lets real... it, you know, lets Brent go in his office, doesn't he? Then does it privately. Yeah, gives him a real dressing down, doesn't he? Yeah. David, can I have a word, please? You want? Um, I'm confused. I don't know what just happened there, but obviously you've got a problem with something. What is it? No. Time for work, wasn't it? That's what you say. Let's work instead of mucking around right, in the you office. Right, see, your attitude confuses me. Oh, if you don't want to tell me what the problem is, then fine. But don't speak to me like that in front of staff, OK? Because you're acting like a petulant kid. Young at heart. If you've got a problem, come and speak to me. But don't stand out there and embarrass me and yourself, because I will not stand for it, OK? I've been trying to be nice. I've been trying to deal with the situation delicately because I was mildly embarrassed that we were equivalents and now I'm your boss, but that's the deal. Live with it. I don't let anyone talk to me the way you just did. Not my staff, not my boss, no one, and certainly not you. Do you understand? Yeah. Do you understand? Good. Look, you're a good bloke, Dave, and if there's a problem, I'd rather discuss it sensibly than have to have these little chats, all right? Get a shake on it. But Brent being Brent <laughs> comes out and... Um... Yeah, isn't quite so professional. Absolutely. This is where I like about Brent, because this is when he's real, because he's forgot about the cameras a little bit. It's, mm. it's, it's affected him, that has phased him that much. Yeah. That he's forgot, because clearly they're going to be able to watch it back and know that he's just made it all up. Do you know? Hmm? Did you hear any of the conversation there? No. I just had it out with Neil. He showed his true colours, didn't he? What do you mean? He's, he's all right, he seems like a good bloke. <laughs> what do you think? Oh, best. Better not say anything then. Watch your back. Slagging you off. What? Slagging you off. Yeah. What, me personally? Yeah. yeah. What, just me? Yeah. And you. Slagging all you lot off. What's he saying? Just going, oh, you, a lot of rubbish. Nah. I was going, oh, a lot of rubbish. You're swindling a lot of shit. It's a side of side of Brent that we don't really see before, but it all, it all genuinely gets a little bit nasty, doesn't it? A bit aggressive, isn't he? It's, yeah. um, you know, the whole, oh, against karate and I would... <laughs> He would have come through the war and all that sort of stuff. That's fair enough. But when you start saying about he wanted, he'd want to keep him alive, what he'd do with him, a little <laughs> twat, and you know, and he got, he got aggressive, and I went berserk. Did you? If I had it, I need to come through that wall. 
Well, I don't know, he's pretty trim, mate. Yeah, my dad's karate. So, yeah. and David, what did he actually say about us? Just, just like sucking you off. I went, you're swindling not a little slugs. A little slugs with no personality and just jealous that we're better at everything than you. Genuinely seems really, really pissed off. Yeah, that's big boy shit. You don't, you don't see that before with him. But I suppose no, it true. goes to show this has all come from the Swindon lot not immediately being his best friend. Yeah, exactly. Again, it's, es it's escalated. It's not necessarily being a bad person. It's just a passion for him wanting to be the best boss and be popular. Yeah, it's the, uh, the popularity that's key, isn't it? Yeah. And someone else is being more popular than him, which I don't think he minds if that's for different reason they're popular. But mm. Neil's being popular for being fun around the office. You think Neil would be maybe a bit more sensitive to it? He should know Brent a little bit better, I think, yeah. and understand that that's his thing. Maybe not not try and step on his toes, but he is, and yeah, well, he's going to get thrown through the wall. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think here's probably a perfect place to introduce our new feature. Neil of Fortune. <laughs> Neil of Fortune. <laughs> of Fortune. Right, so Neil Fortune, it's new, it's exciting. Um, this could be for you, Liam, as uh, you've called it out for us, even though we'd already done it. Bless him. Um, so, as we say, we generally will think of a title and then worry about the feature after. That's okay. kind of how we work. So uh, I think it's called Reverse Engineering. Um, so Neil Fortune, you're thinking, what can we do with that? Well, Neil, as we know, is the UK manager. Um, he got that role because Brent failed a medical. So you could say that he's quite fortunate to get that gig. You could say that. You could say that. <laughs> if you're trying to manipulate a feature out of it, you could. <laughs> um, so if we were to create our own fantasy office and fill it with our employees, yeah. um, we could kind of give them the gig and spin the Neil of Fortune to see who gets it. I like it. So what I've done, Steve is I've got a couple of characters here that are applying for a role. Okay. I'll tell you a little bit about them. Then we'll spin the Neil of Fortune. We'll see who gets the job. And then uh, maybe each week we can um, pitch a couple of people at each other and um, spin the Neil of Fortune to see who's going to join our fantasy office. That works for me. Cool. Right. Before Shoot. we start, any names for our fantasy company? Uh, oh, Just throwing uh, a curveball out there. That is a bit of a curveball. Yeah. Um, mm. No. What, what kind of industry? I was thinking maybe Neil's Wheels. <laughs> uh, I don't know what industry would we be in. Maybe something glamorous like... Um, U-Bends? Yeah, I was going to say, that I don't know, like bottle top caps or something. Okay. But yeah, U-Bends is good. Maybe we'll work on that. In fact, why don't you, why don't you tell us? So, yeah. out of office pod underscore on Twitter, what would your favourite fantasy office um, industry be? Can be anything. And what name? Yeah, we give us, need a give good... us the name of the fantasy office as well. Yeah, we need a good name, yeah, strong. Um, so applicant number one is looking for an administration uh, job, admin assistant. Okay. Uh, she's 47. Her name's Ruth Granger. She's a grandmother-to-be. She doesn't like her daughter's fellow, though, but she'll never let on. Okay. Uh, she likes to bring shop-bought cakes into the office <laughs> and pass them off as her own. She's quite plump and wears knits, and she drives a Honda Jazz. Solid. <laughs> Solid. Ruth Granger. 40, 47 grandmother-to-be. Yeah, nothing wrong with that, is it? Um, wow. Well, depends, on it? Depends when she had a daughter. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I guess, yeah. <laughs> uh, um, 
So that's applicant number one. Okay. Number two is uh, Greg Stronghand-Willis. He's also applying for a little accounts administration role. Uh, He only wants part-time hours, though, because he's a semi-pro poker player. Oh, nice. He he also dabbles in Southern Hemisphere stock markets uh, in between his poker games when he's on at late nights. Okay, interesting. Um, He always wears his shades, and he yawns a lot, looking for attention so he can tell stories about the early hours. (laughs) (laughs) Um, He's got the gig for me. (laughs) I was going to say, which one do you want? (laughs) You don't want Ruth's shop-bought cakes? Um, I do. But I don't like the I don't like the idea of a passing officer own. I don't trust Ruth already. No. She doesn't like her daughter's fellow, which is I'm not sure about that. She's got that kind of knitted look. Never trust anyone that drives a Honda Jazz. Interestingly enough, I saw a hit and run involving a Honda Jazz <laughs> in February. That's not funny. I don't know why I'm laughing. It was in a car park. Someone pulled out of a car park space, absolutely <laughs> nailed the car next to him. Um, oh, I thought you meant like a proper hit, like someone run over. Oh no, hitting a car, just a bit of rubbish parking. Yeah, yeah. Honda Jazz. There, yeah, Honda Jazz is the is the staple car for people that have straw hats on the back. <laughs> <laughs> They're guaranteed. If you've got a straw hat on the back of your car, then you're it's a Honda Jazz. Fair enough. Yeah. So I'm not trusting a roof. I think you're probably right to wear on the side of Greg, but but he seems a little bit shifty as well. It's not our choice, is it? No, we've We're got to spin the Neil of Fortune. Spin the Neil of Fortune. <laughs> and it is Greg. Greggy, Greg Stronghand Willis. Um, He's got the gig. I'm very pleased that it, we've had to turn down Ruth. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, sorry, um, Ruth. But uh, Greg, welcome to the team. I'm a bit worried about Greg, but we'll find out more as it I goes on. I think he's a bit of a maverick. Yeah. Um, I'm worried about this semi pro poker part time thing. I'm I'm worried about maybe he only wants part time because it's for his benefits. True. But we'll find out. He's yeah. on the team. He sounds, He's like, in. He sounds like an interesting guy. Yeah. So well, more, welcome, more, Greg. More to come next week. <laughs> of fortune. Actually, one amendment. If you do go all the way with Tim and you expect me to go in there afterwards, make sure he wears a condom. Right, sort of a rule. So we have Gareth asking out Rachel. <laughs> um, yeah, he's doesn't uh, quite go to plan. So like we say socially awkward. Yeah, um, I mean it's perfect timing. <laughs> yeah. But it, I suppose to some degree, I mean we already know about he's worried about venereal disease because it's disabilitating to a soldier. <laughs> so for him to suggest that um, Tim wears a condom if he goes in there is um, it's a it's a fair rule to have. It's solid, sound, very sensible advice, but just articulated via someone who's probably on the spectrum somewhere. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I wouldn't argue with that, though. Yeah. It's fair enough. I'm glad I don't really want to defend it. <laughs> <laughs> Dawn, I'm fed up. I'm fed up, to be honest. Just, I... Oh, right. This place. I don't say anything, but this... Sometimes I think it's a right shithole. And uh, coming towards the end of the episode, it looks like... The um, I don't know. Brent's kind of reached the end of his tether. It's got to him, isn't it? This week, I think he's had a, the ups and downs of Swindon. He's kind of snapped at them in the pub, and then had to say, "Yeah, I'm not having a go at you." And then he's got back, and it's yeah, it's just just got worse and worse for he's him. Been really giving a bollocking. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a tough, tough episode for him. Really, bless him. Um, it's not a lot has really gone for him, is it? 
No, but he has got his emergency beers. That's a great plan. I quite like that. Yeah. I like the fact that he's got the emergency beer and poor Dawn's been <laughs> roped into it. Dawn thought she'd got out of it. I can't yeah. go to the pub. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> I've got him here. It goes to show it sort of, again, sort of hints more of a, more a drinking problem. More an alcoholic, yeah, absolutely. Um, pub at lunch, beer in the afternoon. Although, to be yeah. fair, if you have one at lunch, you do generally want a few more in the afternoon, <laughs> don't you? But it's that a depression, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. It's not a little celebratory drink. Um, True, good point. Um, we, I suppose the, the benefits for the, the viewer is that we get to hear some of Brent's poetry, <laughs> which is always a winner. This one's called Excalibur. I froze your tears and made a dagger and stabbed it in my cock forever. It stays there like Excalibur. Are you my Arthur? Say you are. Good. Take this cool, dark, steeled blade. Steal it, sheathe it in your lake. I drown with you to be together. Must you breathe? Because I need heaven. And after us... Um, as beautiful a poem as, as that was it's very uh, yeah powerful big time yeah. you also get to kind of see his musical side with his, <laughs> his bottle blowing with a beer bottle yeah <laughs> <laughs> just <you> that, that <laughs> random we're drinking it's but so, I've got nothing to say yeah beer blow bottle blow it's so thing. forlorn and so depressed <laughs> I just love that because it's so real it's just Stuff yeah. that it just makes it genius. It's brilliant. It definitely, um, definitely adds that sense of realism of someone being really depressed. And just <laughs> what you do if you're in the pub or something, yeah. you've got nothing to say. You just, you just give the old bottle a blow. <laughs> <laughs> so that's another episode uh, done. Then, yeah, yeah. What are your thoughts? Yeah, so, um, it's a good. It's one of the saddest. I think some yeah. great moments, but. One of those really made you feel sorry for Brent. It's ramping up now, isn't it? I think we're yeah. gonna get you know, the, we're starting to get the uh the rise before the big payoff at the end of series two. Yeah. So the, uh, it's gonna get worse and worse, I think. The decline in the relationship between Brent and Neil is certainly um, certainly exposed. I mean yeah. before when they first met last time, you know, he was shaking his hand and all sorts and making little jokes, but no, not this time. Yeah. Exactly. He's That's gone it from, now. you know, genuinely talking about killing him and all sorts. So it's um, just yeah. a bit. It escalated quickly, but uh, yeah, I think um, I think it's you know it's just another one on the path, isn't it, to uh, sort of teeing us up for everything that's going to come. So yeah. um, some good laughs in there though. Keith's appraisal, see a big one. Mm. Um, the red cock and balls. Look out for that <laughs> if you haven't noticed it. It's uh that's one that we hadn't seen. Maybe you had. I don't know. Maybe it's just us. We're not. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're being rubbish. But Brent just yeah. gets us, you know, we're just fixed on him. We don't notice the big, massive, <laughs> dangling cock and balls behind him. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's been good. So um, hopefully you can get in touch again. Uh, as we always say, we, we really appreciate you guys listening. Um, if you are enjoying it, it would be great if you can give us a like and a and a review if you want. You can find us obviously on your uh, on your platform and uh, on iTunes is normally the main one, isn't it? On Apple Podcasts if you're listening. Yeah, really little like, little review would be great. Tell your friends. 
thinking of things we've uh, we've set up today. So Neil of Fortune is a big one. Um, do get in touch. We want to know obviously the business, the industry. Send us your characters if you uh, got any put, uh, people you want to put forward to uh, to join the join the team. Um, and maybe we can get Liam to draw us up a logo for the name. Yeah. Get some branding. Um, and maybe you can, you know, draw up the characters as well. I Get love there. the fact we're giving Liam loads of work to do here. Liam, you've, you've made a rod for your own back here. You're part of the team now, mate. So, uh, you know, keep up the doodling. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, send us beer. Um, names, obviously, not actual beer. Um, <laughs> just, yeah, if you see any decent beers, send it across. It's always fun to look at funny beers. If you find one called Cum, <laughs> then you're on to a winner. Don't drink it. <laughs> Um, and talking of beer, remember you can still get a free crate of craft ales from Beer Fifty Two. All you have to do is head to beer52.com forward slash out of office, and uh, you can uh, sign up and get a nice free box of beer on us. Anything else from you, Steve? Um, I mean, let us know if you've attempt to get to over eighty three. Well, I did write down. Um, I don't want to hear your uh, <laughs> <laughs> about your wanking attempts. I don't see any videos. No, no, but God no. Keep no. them to yourself. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if you manage to hit eighty four, I would like to know. Well, I think if you're going to attempt it, be safe, guys. Remember, forty two and above gets dangerous. Tell a friend, and maybe I, I would be tempted to to contact Guinness and just see if they can set it up because mm. that's not the kind of thing you want to do twice, is it? Not really. So no yeah. practice runs. Talking just go of, straight for it. Talking of wanking, um, <laughs> did you see that thing went around this week? Gaylor, say what? <laughs> This uh, the thing with the Japanese game show, the um, what, Neil of Fortune. <laughs> they have to they have to sing karaoke while being wanked off. <laughs> no, they have to try and finish the song before they finish. Oh, that's an incredible game. Um, yeah, that was. Um, how do you apply to get on there? Um, I'm not sure, but you'd want to pick a decent song like No Twelve Inch Mixes, would you? No. No, you'd be, inch you'd, there. You'd, be, you'd be struggling if you went for one of the long plays. <laughs> um, but yeah, seems like quite different to um I'd quite the like voice. to see a clip of that, the voice, yeah. You're on the voice just yeah. getting noshed off by Will I Am. <laughs> <laughs> or any of the others, it doesn't have to be Will. Um, uh, yeah, no doubt we'll, uh, we can probably retweet that. <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll get that out, just so people know what we're talking about. Yeah, I'd like to see that. Um, that's probably a good note to end on then before we get any more seedy (laughs) yeah Um, we'll see you back next week for episode 3 party absolutely take it easy take it easy